You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. It's expected today that Police Commissioner Andrew Costa is going to announce a revision of the police pursuit policy and that a, quote, fleeing driver framework would be introduced. Uh, now, the Herald is reporting, uh, New Zealand Herald is reporting that this framework is going to give the police finally the discretion that everyone's been calling out for. Um, so they're going to give them the discretion whether or not to chase based on an assessment of the crime that the driver has committed and the risk they pose to the public. So it still imposes, you know, fairly sort of um, big calls for police to make because of the risk of police chases. Um, it, you know what? It's a funny thing when you get what you want um, as voters and a member of the public because I, like a lot of New Zealanders um, and police, um, I know uh, frontline police who have been incredibly frustrated. In fact, I've got a mate of mine who's leaving based on one of the examples. He says, look, we just can't do anything. And so part of that has been the lack of action that police have been able, or should I say unable, to pursue when it comes to pursuits. Uh, but of course, as we know, and it isn't highlighted in this article, with pursuits comes an increased risk, um, not just to the offenders. I mean, sometimes they'll flee anyway and kill themselves, but also to the public. So you can understand why, if you were in charge of making these decisions, these decisions, why they are actually so difficult. So I actually found myself asking myself what I would do if I was the police commissioner. Um, add to that equation that it almost seems that it's like a badge of honor on social media for fleeing drivers to have someone filming them, uh, have the cops chasing them. Uh, sorry, filming while the cops are chasing them. So you can understand... Um, that a change in policy does entail a question of more risk. So maybe the next question is, what difference when it comes to crime is this really going to make? So last week there was an interview with Heather Dupacell and with Police Commissioner Andrew Costa, um, where I thought actually there was a really telling moment where he talked about how he was always going to be, he was always honest and forthright. And it sort of got to the stage where he actually was pushed to the point where I thought he let slip a couple of forthright, honest opinions which he might normally have held back. So if you listened closely to that interview, one comment he made was that um, basically, look, the police can only catch them, but after that, they don't have any more to do with the consequence that follows to the offenders because he said, well, you know, we don't, we don't have any responsibility for what happens once they hit the justice system, which I thought was a pretty candid moment for the police commissioner. In other words, well, look, we can catch them, but beyond that, don't look at me. Um, so it's, it seems to me that the police commissioner might even himself, in his private moments, quietly have thrown his hands up in the air at the lack of consequence which people face once they've been caught after the police have actually done their job. And maybe this is evident in the news that we see just about those pitch invaders. Twelve people arrested for running onto the field during the Warriors match. I mean, why do they do it? Well, one reason is because they don't, they have no fear of the consequence. Okay, maybe when you've had a skinful, you don't care anyway. Um, but that's probably the real issue for law and order, isn't it? Because we've been distracted by focusing on an inept performance from the police minister and what the police are or aren't doing. Perhaps these issues about what the police are doing are not as relevant as the consequences which should flow from, from all sorts of offending. Imagine if you were a pitch invader. Here's, a, here's just an idea off the top of my head. Imagine if you were a pitch invader and you knew that one of the consequences you were going to get instead of just the wet bus ticket from a judge for what you've done. Imagine if you were going to um, spend... A compulsory 48 hours in a remand cell 
twiddling your fingers with no access to your phone and maybe a copy of the newspaper, but very little else to do there but twiddle your toes. Maybe maybe you would think twice if you knew you were going to be in the, in the cooler for 48 hours. Maybe that the same with youth offenders. Even just that instant deprivation of freedom for a couple of days with no company except yourself. Um, maybe we need to introduce some unpleasant albeit brief consequences for people that might make them actually think twice about their offending. Um, yeah. Um, it, look, I think it's irresistible that we need to give the police more choice when it comes to pursuing offenders. But here's the question. Will it really make a difference? Because when it comes to crime and punishment, it seems there are still no consequences that people are afraid of. But when it comes to consequences at the moment, I'd say, pardon my French, it's bugger all. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.